one. Look at that. So 356 of A to the show. And now we're with Zeki Sleiman. Welcome. Welcome on the show. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about um, this news story <laughs> that you um, popped in and now you're in Austrian news, right? All across in a different continent. So how did that happen? Yeah, look, for me, it was it was not intended. I did not plan it. I did not uh, knew that about it. It was it was something um, very simple that I did. And I always explain in all my interviews that I'm not the superhero. Even though uh, my patients, that's a small gift from my patient. Yeah, <laughs> they think that, that I'm a superhero. But in fact, I'm not a super, superhero. So normally, I'm a cyclist, I'm, I'm a triathlete, so I like to do sports. And many times I used to take my bike to the hospital. But that time, on that day, I had to take the bike to the hospital because I did not have petrol. So for me, I said, okay, I don't have petrol. I don't have the time to go and find, you know, it's here, it's the, the fueling your car is like you're, you're doing an, an adventure. <laughs> You're looking for yeah. a treasure. <laughs> <laughs> like yeah, this. We can talk about it later on. I said, okay, I don't have the time to do this and I have a delivery. So what do I do? I just take my bike, which is for me something very simple, very normal. And uh, the distance that I did, for me, it's a very small distance. So I took my bike. I went to the hospital. And the, what, what is even funnier about it is that people, they ask me, what was the reaction of the people in the hospital or your patient when they knew that you were coming on the bike? In fact, the reaction was like, ah, Dr. Zaki is coming on the bike. <laughs> For them, it was, uh, it was normal, you know, because they know me. And my patients, they, they always say, look, doctor, we are not worried. Even at the time of the revolution, when the roads were, were closed, they always say, we are not worried. If, if you don't come uh, with the car, you come on the bike. If you don't come with the bike, you can come even running. So that's that's what I am. That's what I do. That's how the people know me. Right. But what, what, was, what was different at that day is that after I finished my delivery, I thought how many times in my, in my life I will, I will be in a country where I have to go to take my bike to make a delivery not because I want to do sports or because there are traffic or because I don't have petrol to go to the hospital. Right. So that's, that's very, very rare. So I said, okay, I will, I will make this, this capture. I will take this picture. And in my head, I was thinking about uh, our parents when they show us pictures when we were kids to, to tell us, look, at that time we were doing this and that. At that time you were like this and I was doing this. I said, why don't I keep this memory for this little boy, maybe one day after 10, 12, uh, 20, 30 years, the parents or he at, at one point, he will see this picture and they will tell him, look, when you were born, you were born in a period of time where your doctor had to go to the hospital on the bike because at that time we did not even have petrol. So I took the picture right, and uh, I posted on my private Facebook account because, you know, I, I have a small page that I created when I came back to Beirut to make some uh, advertising for my, my job. But it's a very modest page. I have like uh, 
200 or 300 followers. But on my Facebook, private Facebook account, it's my own account. So it was not supposed even to go out of my account. Mm -hmm. So I posted the picture and normally on my Facebook account, when I do, you know, I'm, I'm not the blogger and I don't have 30, uh, 33k uh, <laughs> of followers, organic <laughs> and unorganic, because now I started to hear. <laughs> Becoming a bit of an intro. Once you're there now. Social media. So uh, when I post a very nice, cute, lovely picture. Sure. I got like, I posted the picture and uh, I wrote what I wrote. In fact, uh, it seems that not only the picture uh, attracted the reaction, it, it seems that what, uh, what I wrote uh, also attracted the, uh, the, 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 the attention of the right. people. It's the story. And uh, uh, Right. Yeah, yeah. It's the story then, of you and everything around it. Yeah. And then I, uh, what happened after is that I had, uh, I had to, there is a small group of kids training in, in Beirut, they call them the Iron Kids. So they are trying, right. training for triathlon. So they asked me to go there and to give a testimony about the last Ironman I did. So I took my bike, I went there, I was uh, 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 enjoying the talk with the kids. And afterwards I had to go to my office, which is also like 20 kilometers from the hospital. So I went to the office, I saw some patients, patients they needed some paper and then Afterwards, I went to the beach because I promised my friend who is also like 40 kilometers away. I went to the beach with him. We, we, we had dinner, we had lunch together. And in the evening, we had dinner at his place and I came back. So the whole, the whole trip was even more than the trip that the normal media know from my place to the hospital round trip, 24 kilometers. In fact, at that day, I did like 80 kilometers. Wow. And so wow. far, <laughs> I did not even know what's going on on the social media. Right. I came back. All, all the media hype was generating while you were just cycling <laughs> and having a regular day. So, I came fun. back. Mm -hmm. I opened my uh, my uh, my phone, and I saw like uh, five hundred or six hundred notification on Facebook. I said, uh, maybe uh, oh. sometimes sometimes Facebook uh, when they change the, the application, they do. They do weird stuff, you know. <laughs> I said, okay, uh, I will not. I will not even open it. So I was having my dinner, and then I started receiving calls from friends, telling me that uh, Zaki, your picture is going viral on the social media. So I got the first call, and then the second call, and then the third call, and then I started to have uh, phones from uh, uh, websites, and then I got the the, the call from Annahar which is the, the famous journal in Lebanon. So they asked right. me some questions and they, they, they took my permission to, to, uh, to make the scoop. And then it went viral on the social media and the journals and everywhere and everywhere and everywhere. And I tell you even a funnier story that on, for me, it was, okay, that's it. I posted a nice picture on Facebook. People, they liked it. It <laughs> went viral. So also, I did not know what is viral because, you know, I'm a doctor. It's viral or bacterial. <laughs> 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 viral okay it went viral okay so uh, it's okay it's nice it seems that uh, my facebook account now i will have five thousand uh, uh, friends I, it will be full <laughs> so i woke up in the morning 
I saw also some notification, but you know, Sunday for me, as a, for for uh, uh, the training that I do, is the long distance training. So I had I had a swim with a group. We had to do like four kilometer in the in the beach, and then I said afterwards I do some cycling. So I shut off my phone. <laughs> I went to the swim. I did my swim. After the swim, I took my bike. I was biking, and after the bike, I opened my phone, and there was the catastrophe. Because on on my 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 text messages, I found like hundred of missed calls, and one of them it was uh, the director of the hospital. And then I said, "Oh my God, I cannot drop." Yeah, I cannot drop because you know I'm. When I took the picture, I thought that maybe I will have a call from the hospital to say. How did you take the picture in the uh, nursery with this kind of uh, of clothes without a mask in the Corona time? But I'm, you know, I'm a smart guy. I'm not stupid. So when I took the picture, I, I was I I was sure that nobody can know that I'm in the nursery. So if you see the background, you can never know that I'm in the nursery. And it's just the wall, yeah. Yeah, not a single person can know that I was in my hospital. You know, because I go to many hospital in town. And I did not check in, so this can be any place in the world. Yeah. So nobody is tagged in my picture, and the, the director of the hospital already saw me many times in my cycling clothes coming to the hospital. So I was, you know, preparing already uh, right. my my speech. When he, <laughs> what did you do yesterday? I was... Yeah. So I called back. You know, my heart is like 130, 140. <laughs> <laughs> and then I say, he said, uh, uh, "Good morning." I said, "Good morning, Mr. Riz." And then he said, "Saki, congratulations for what you did." Mm-hmm. <laughs> what? <laughs> congratulations for what you did. Please open your phone. Everyone is calling us. They want to interview you. Please go make the interview. Tell everyone about the situation. Tell them that you're you're struggling to get petrol. Tell them that, that the whole team is struggling to get to get petrol. And then, since Sunday, since that Sunday, I mean, in the in the in the, in the, in the afternoon until yesterday night, I'm live on the TVs, on the websites, I'm everywhere, everywhere, everywhere. And funny thing, today in the morning I had a lecture with my students. I told them, look, guys. I'm, you know, I'm I'm an Ironman. I'm a doctor. I'm an Ironman, and I right. do. I'm a consultant for the the biggest manufacturing uh, company in Germany for for kind of instruments and surgeries. And I'm very young, and I'm one of the youngest. And I travel all over the world to teach the other doctors how to make these surgeries. All these with 14 years of studying and six years of practicing, it did not get me one percent of what I got. On one sim- simple picture that I posted on Facebook. Yep, that's going that's going viral for you, right? Um, how's your experience been so far? So you've had a lot of interviews so far, and are you enjoying this uh, different side of it, <laughs> or do you just want to go back to to work? <laughs> Look, it's um, it's it's nice. Yeah, it's nice to feel that uh, that you're uh, you're that famous, you're uh, important to. Mm-hmm. Uh, To, to to this big amount of, of people, and uh, I already experienced this because in in my life, in my personal life, in my job, 
what uh, what makes me feel uh, uh, happy is that is this reward that I got when when I have uh, positive feedback from from my patient from it was like I was I was already the super uh, the superhero for for a, for a small circle of people and then in one day I became a superhero for the world all right yeah and like an actual inspiration because like um, people look at that and they say oh he, even though he couldn't keep driving he rode his bike what was it like for you when you were riding your bike you were like okay my car I can't drive it <laughs> I got a bike all the way to the hospital were you like uh, stressed out about it were you calm is it just like were you physically tired from all that biking um, what's your what was your experience you know uh... Yeah, you want you when you texted me, you asked about. Uh, uh, we can talk a little bit about the competitions and the Ironman. Right. You know, the Ironman, the the toughest one day sportive event that a human being can do, because there are some a sportive event for more one than one day. So in the Ironman, we swim 3.8 kilometers, which is around one hour, one hour, uh, uh, a little bit more. We do 180 kilometers afterwards which is around between five and six hours of cycling, depending on the course. And then after the bike, we do a full marathon, which is 42.2 kilometers of running. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's, it's yeah. a race that, that, that stays for, for a mean of 10 to 12 hours nonstop. So uh, asking about my physical performance doing from my house to the hospital, 12 kilometers. <laughs> I was not even thinking, you know, if 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 my bike can can speak, okay. At that day, she would she would she would have told me, uh, look, Zaki, are you serious? Are you taking me out for a for a trip of 12, 12 kilometers? <laughs> <laughs> Respect me. <laughs> so for me, it was not like. Uh, um, a long distance, uh, like I was struggling to arrive. For me, it's just a small uh, fun tour that, I, um, that I'm doing. And uh, 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 I can tell you, sometimes during revolution time, I used to go even running to the hospital. I mean, doing 12K oh, wow. running, <laughs> for me, it's not a big deal. But again, it seems what we people think that uh, 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 some stuff are normal for us, obvious for us, very simple for us. For the crowd, that's not normal. That's not uh, just uh, uh, something very simple. Right. So, yeah, it's, a, it's something it's, definitely above average. That's exactly. that's for sure. <laughs> I mean, doing Ironman is like completing 180 kilometers a day, and then doing 42 kilometers of running after that. That's I wouldn't say that's something an average person would do, and that they're used to. That's uh, definitely a, something that, that you've gotten, you know, accustomed to, and it's a, it's a pretty, uh, it's an amazing feat for someone to be able to do that on a regular basis. Yeah, that's true. So yeah, I did not honestly, I did not think about anything. I said, okay, I just take my bike, I go to the hospital. That's it. As simple as that. All right. I wanted to ask about, about <laughs> the coverage that the that the hospital now is getting. Like since you mentioned the director, I also talked to you about it, and like how. How beneficial has this been for for you guys, for your for the doctors and for the hospital? Has it been helping in any way, or is it you know supporting the the medical community? 
because I feel like you guys haven't been appreciated properly in this in these times. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, I can tell you that uh, the, the story. I mean, I posted the picture on Saturday. The booming and uh, the the media, the whole media in Lebanon. You know, the big uh, channels like LBC, MTV, New TV went in the evening. On Monday, we received. I mean, we received a, a, an email. The whole the whole stuff for uh, for the LAUMC. We received an email that uh, uh, whoever needs uh, petrol. You can sign in. They uh, they provided uh, a big amount of petrol for the hospital and the team of the hospital. I don't know who provided this, how they provided this, but this, I mean, this happened only after after the the, the, the story, after my viral story. Uh, yeah, it's 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 crazy how social media can just like change the situation for you guys. Like just one picture can change the whole, like how you guys are living your life right now. Yeah, but you know, it was, I mean, this was just the a small solution, like a one day solution. That's not, mm -hmm. uh, not a solution for for the country. Yeah, that's for sure. For sure. Hey, that's a, I mean, that's a, an even harder topic. <laughs> but you can start off, I'm curious to know about how you get so fit and healthy. And um, tell us about how do you even start doing an Ironman? I mean, <laughs> like how did it how did you first come upon it and um yeah it's because it's a huge feat so how do you get there the first time yeah you know i i come i come from uh from a small village in my uh, in my country somewhere in the north uh, i've been in uh in the school of the village for my first uh, 18 years of my life so uh, I was in a place where you, you don't have a lot to do. So um, I used to to run. I used to play with the kids in, the, in front of the house. And I, I always like to do sports. But, uh, um, you know, opportunities in, in, in general in, in, in Lebanon for sports are, are not, not so big. And when I was in the high school, when I, when I finished the high school, I was uh, telling my parents that, look, I want to do something related to sports because I like sports. And uh, I remember that my uncle used to do some uh, bodybuilding and I always wanted to be the, the champion of the world in the bodybuilding because he was like my, uh, my idol. But, uh, you know, in my village, every two or three years, you have a, a very uh, intelligent uh, boy or normally a boy uh, in, in the high school with have very high grades and this one is the doctor <laughs> <laughs> so, right so you should, like, from from the, the age of 15 i was supposed to be the doctor of this period of time you know so uh, uh, when i finished the high school I said, look, I want to do sports. They said, no, but how can you do uh, uh, something related to sports? You are the doctor of the uh, of, of this this era. You are the doctor of this this period of time. You have to be a doctor. And then I went to uh, I went to Beirut. I, I I applied for the medical school, and this was uh, uh, this was it. But uh, now, when I think about it, it's like you know, I had this kind of of of, of motivation this power in, in in my brain in my heart in my soul that i want to go to go far but i i did not know how because i did not have the tools you know 
uh, I did not have, I was not in a very important high school. I did not, my, my, I come from a very modest family. My, uh, my parents does not even speak French or English properly. So uh, I did not have the, the tools to, 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 to go too far. But then after, this is just to tell you about a little bit about the background. Right. I did my medical school. I finished my medical school. And then uh, when I finished my, my, my residency, they told me in my hospital, look, there is a fellowship in, in Belgium and in Germany. And that's very important uh, fellowship. You have to go, you have to apply there. And then I told them, look guys, I come from, from, from Lebanon. The whole uh, world is applying for this fellowship and they will take only one. They don't even he hear about it. They, they, they don't know where is Lebanon. Why they would take me? They say, just apply. And then the funny thing I applied and out of the whole people in the whole world who applied for this fellowship, I took the fellowship. Don't ask me how. What? <laughs> What? <laughs> Dr. Zaki. I mean, that's just one of those things where, I mean, if you didn't apply, you would just have never gone in, you know, and it just, you tried and it worked out, right? Yeah. That's why. I mean, yeah, exa yeah, exactly. It's like the nothing to lose mentality. Just go for it. Take the exactly. risk. And, and go for yeah. it without, without the proper tools, you know, because I even remember at, at that time, I was not even able to speak like 10 minutes in English. And the, the fellowship was, I, I should talk in English because I, I studied in a French school. So I studied in a French university and yeah, I did not have the real tools. So this is the story of, of like having the motivation and just jumping in, in whatever. And you can, you can reach, you can, even though you think that you don't have the possibility that you're not the right person to do it, but still when you jump into, into, uh, into something, you can reach, but you have right. to jump. You have to throw your your uh, your darts. So when I came back to Beirut, you know, in Beirut you have to make uh, uh, some uh, uh, to apply for the Wizard Saha or Daman to make the, the equivalence for your papers, and that mm -hmm. took me like six months. And during that time, I did not have, I could not do anything because I cannot apply for a hospital. I cannot uh, open an office. I, I can do nothing. I need my papers first. And I had a small mountain bike. So I used to take my bike and do small tours around in the city just to, to spend time. And one day I posted a picture on, uh, on Facebook for me with the bike. This picture was seen by some friends in Belgium. And they told me, Zaki, uh, uh, we need a favor because you're doing cycling and we need a favor from you. I said, yeah, what do you need? They said, there is a, um, a cycling marathon in Austria every year in, in a region called Sölden in the Alps. And it's a very tough uh, marathon. And everyone, every cyclist, that's the dream of every cyclist to go there and to do this, this marathon. And they have kind of quota for every country. So they take uh, a limited number of participants from every country. And uh, from Belgium, we are not able, not everyone is able to get, to get a slot for the race. Why don't you sign in? And they have a rule that few days before the race, when somebody uh, decided to not, not to participate, he can give his thoughts to someone else. So if you apply from Lebanon, they will take you because nobody will apply from Lebanon. <laughs> you give us the stuff. He said, okay, guys, I will do this. And I applied, they, uh, they, they took me. And then one day, it was not too far from the, the, the application. 
I woke up in the morning, I said, why don't I go and do the race? I'm talking about 240 kilometers. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I'm talking about four mountains in the Alps. I'm right. talking wow. about a positive elevation of 5,500 meters. But you were fit and you like sports, so you did have some experience. Some. <laughs> I did not have yeah, I did not have experience in, in cycling. And I decided to start training. And you know, I don't have a coach. I don't have a road bike. I don't have experience in cycling. So how do I do to climb 5,500 meters? You know, in Bayern to have a lot of mountains. Mm -hmm. So I said, okay, I start climbing. I take my bike. I do a small mountain. And then later on, I do a little bit more. And I do a little bit more. And I trained for six months. And I went to the race and I finished the race. So this was my first cycling uh, event. And I don't know if there are some cyclists uh, hearing us now, but I can tell you a, a funny a funny story that happened to me because yes. this was the first time I, <laughs> I I always trained on a mountain bike. So first time I had uh, uh, I had a road bike. I, I rented the road bike in Austria. And uh, uh, I wanted to make the fitting because everyone was talking about the fitting of the bike and the size of the bike. and. And I said, okay, how do I do the fitting of my bike? So a friend of mine, who is like 160 uh, uh, centimeters, like 20 centimeters shorter than me, is a good, very good cyclist. I said, since he is a very good cyclist, it seems that the fitting of his bike is very good. So I took the size of his bike. I made the fitting like his bike. And I went to do the race, which is, you know, with, with 20 centimeters of difference of length. So the, the, the position of the bike was totally wrong for me. And after- Must have been a very uncomfortable ride as well. <laughs> I had uncomfortable. I had cramp in my, in my, in my muscles. I had was suffering oh the whole race, but I never stopped. I never stopped. I finished, I went to the end and I finished the race. Wow. I mean, that, 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 that's like the description of a very ambitious person who doesn't quit on his opportunities. Like you're just taking the opportunities that are coming to you and you're, you're not, backing down from them that's uh yeah that's that's like the mentality of someone who would say i'm built different <laughs> um then afterwards uh, since you asked about the iron man uh, so one of my friends told me look zaki you have a very nice endurance you have to do iron man what is iron man <laughs> then i went i went googling and yeah i, I said how can a human being do an iron man that's that's too much, man. How can how can how can be how can you run a full marathon after after 180 kilometers of cycling? I said, yeah, th that's it. I know someone in uh, in Canada. He did it. You can talk to him. And then I said, uh, okay, I will do Ironman. And I signed in for an Ironman and I started training. And that's the story of the of the. Sport. I got your first Ironman. Wow. Um, I mean. You're motivating me a lot right now. <laughs> First of all, um, you, your friend said that you just have endurance. Do you think it's just something that you specifically have endurance or do you think many, many more people can become like uh, you, like an ultra runner or a huge cyclist or a triathlon athlete? Uh, yeah, because <laughs> is it your motivation? Is it your physical skill? How did you get this far? We, I mean, we want to learn. I think, uh, I think I always say that uh, the athleticism and the endurance is the sports of the stupid people. 
because because this this is this does not require uh, any skill you know i mean the people who, who does not have any skill they go running or they go cycling because you know football you have you have to have skills even if you train your whole life you cannot you cannot be uh, cristiano ronaldo right okay tennis if even if you play your whole life you cannot be uh, uh, nadal so uh, that's not about skills it's it's like the more you do the better you become and the earlier you start in your life the better the better you become so uh, no this is not about skills endurance is just about uh, training and willing willing to do something which is most of the time boring for for a long period of time right you know and so, tiring right i mean don't yes. don't you get tired yeah it's how do you get past it yeah it, it's kind of of mental training because at one point that's the difference between this, the the short distance and the long distances at one point your body is very tired and it's only your brain who's telling you no you can do it do one step further one step further so th- that's what i like about it is the like you're challenging yourself you're pushing yourself over the limit you don't need to be fast you know i mean to be an ironman you can you can be with the professional finishing uh, uh, between 8 and 9 hours you can be like me i'm a medium level finishing around 10 between 10 and 11 hours but you can still be an ironman and finish in 16 hours so uh, it's 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 like competing your own self competing uh, exceeding your own limit that's what i like about it no it's not about skills it's only about the will to 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 train the will to to go further and the will to to say what is the limit i can go over this limit wow and i mean you had a lot of limits you know just growing up just you know coming from a small village you can maybe speak english but look at you now you're doing a whole podcast <laughs> in english right i mean the whole ultralink thing you becoming a doctor um you know right now we're in a world where there's a lot of no's and there's a lot of limits out there um how did, how did when you see like a problem how do you know it's something that you can um like get past or um yeah how do, how do you motivate yourself past all these limits is it like you're blind running in are you just motivated or do you have like strategy and plan for all this yeah i don't think i don't think uh i don't think i had i had uh, enough tools or education to to make strategies and i never took a course about uh, about strategies or like uh, i was co- uh, coached by someone or I was uh, guided by, uh, by, by someone. Uh, it was, I think, the, the, the most important factor was I was not afraid. I said, okay, what do I lose? What do I lose? If, if, if it does not work, it does not work. But I have, I have to jump into it. I have, I have to go for it. And uh, uh, I think, Sometimes when you when you focus on on something, they say like uh, fake it until you make it, and make it yeah. until you become it. It's like this. So it's, I give you an, another example. When you want to buy a new car, okay, let's say you have uh, a Peugeot, okay, and now you want to buy uh, a Toyota, a Toyota uh, hybrid Toyota. Uh, I don't know. I don't understand in cars. CX, <laughs> EX, whatever. Okay. So, when you're driving to Peugeot on the street, you never saw a Toyota like this. But when you decide that you want to buy this Toyota, when you're on the street, you will see the Toyota. This is one. This is one. This is one. 
So in fact, when you put something in front of, uh, of you and you say, okay, I will be there one time, you start seeing stuff around and they exist, they existed since, since ever, but you did not see them before. You, you, you did not use to, to grab them. You did not use to, to catch them. So when you have an, a goal, you start seeing this small stuff and then you pick them up, you pick them up, you pick, you pick them up. And then at one point you will arrive because this is what, what you're seeing. This is what you want, uh, what you want to be. Ali, correct me if I'm wrong. Is this like positive reinforcement or? <laughs> yeah. Positive. I mean, I'm, it's so, um, yeah, because like, I don't know how you describe it. So you, you described it as I, I get what you're, exactly what you're saying because I have a Honda Civic. And well, since I got my car, all I see are Honda Civics. <laughs> so, but um, what were the, what were the, so you start seeing signs not when you, what were some of the signs you saw that maybe if you, thought differently you didn't like see can you give us an example in your your life dr zeki yeah as opposed to toyota's <laughs> <laughs> yeah look for example for uh, uh, i tell you about something if if now we think about this story now we're talking it's it's more about now we're talking philosophy you know? <laughs> <laughs> now the deep life coaches is you know, the, the organic organic people <laughs> they will they will they will like my my thought now if if i look back so i finished my my fellowship i came back to beirut and when i came back to beirut i started this story of cycling okay for me being i mean being famous or being i would not say famous because that was not was not possible for me. I mean, how can I be famous? I can be known. I can be well known in my community because I do nice, very special type of surgeries. And if you go through my face, through my Facebook account, you will see me teaching people all over the region, the Middle East, in Africa. So like I am known in my field, in, in, in what I do, but I never thought I would be famous. So I started cycling. Okay. And I always posted some pictures about me cycling since six years. In fact, I started my job before six years at the same time where I started cycling. And mm -hmm. now after six years, the whole fame that I took, okay, it was, I don't know if it was intended or not, but at one point the bicycle, were, what was going with me during these six years and look it's only because of the bicycle that i got the f that famous i got wow really famous now i'm famous right so if at that time i wouldn't take the bike making the bike i wouldn't uh, I, if i i wouldn't have said yes for my friends i will sign in for this uh, for this cycling marathon i wouldn't have done the marathon i wouldn't have jumped in, into an Ironman competition. I mean, this whole succession of, of, of small events that I was seeing that led me to take the bike for 12 kilometers to go and make a delivery. We, were, we, we, would, we, wouldn't be, uh, we wouldn't have been together today making the speech at all. So <laughs> that's, that's one, one that's thing. That's philosophical. Yeah, that's deep. 
Ah, so, Doctor Zaki, you sound like you have uh, you believe in destiny, then. <laughs> I, 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 I believe in food and uh, and sports. That's it, you know. <laughs> a very, I'm a very basic uh, basic uh, person, and uh, I, I just uh, um, enjoy the simple things in life. So, mm-hmm. It's like um, one, one more thing. So when you're running, you said it's boring. How do you get over the boredom of running or doing it? Like we're in the very busy world. I'm sure you're very busy. <laughs> we're all very busy all the time. How do you run for six hours without checking your social media posts? That's <laughs> <laughs> do you get now, bored now when I running? Do. Yeah. I don't <laughs> I can because now since since one week, I'm, I'm on my phone. I'm on the social media, just trying to reply to all the text messages and and, and everything so I don't know if now I can do it without checking but normally before the the fame the fame story uh, uh, I when when I have like four hours of training or three hours of training what I do in in my mind first I use the music so I listen to my favorite music second I don't say uh, it's I have three hours of training I say I have I have to go for one hour okay and then i see what will happen okay it's like this just apply to to the to the exam of the fellowship and then we see what will happen and this hour i don't i don't think that i have to finish the hour i say one hour is not one hour one hour is only 15 minutes times four so <laughs> I do. so i do the first right. 15 minutes. minutes it's done okay another 15 minutes another 15 minutes another 15 minutes and then one hour is done now we start the second hour, which is also not one hour. It's only 15 minutes. So again, <laughs> it's like this. Right. Wow. Well, I learned a lot, Said. Yeah, that's <laughs> a smart else? way of devi- of like uh, <laughs> basically making it uh, your plans into steps, you know, because like I, I've heard this strategy before where you uh, divide your, okay, so you have like a, a big goal in front of you, then you divide it into smaller steps so that become easier to process in your head because obviously if you say five hours in your head or three hours you're like oh my god this is gonna be so hectic i don't i'm not in the mood but then you divide into one hour then you divide the one hour into 15 minutes you just get into a flow and you just start you know just keeps Um, the wheels keep turning and you just you know you get addicted to it and uh, the energy and the and the feeling that you have when you're just finished completing the first 15 minutes and second 15 minutes you just don't want it to stop. So, yeah, that's a very interesting way of like <laughs> cutting it down. Uh, have you ever tried to do like longer distance running, like ultra run, ultra, ultra distance running for like more than? I want to know what, what are your limits? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So far, I'm uh, I'm um, I'm into I'm more into uh, Ironman distance. Right. Mm-hmm. So I have done uh, uh, half distance, half Ironman once. And I have completed the three full Ironman so far. Last one was uh, two, three weeks ago in Switzerland. Nice. Uh, and I think for the next, uh, uh, the next uh, two, three years, I will still go for uh, an Ironman distance because when I celebrate my 40 years old, now I'm 37, I would like to do uh, the Ironman of uh, Norway, which is called the Norseman. Uh, which wow. is the same distance of, of Ironman, but with the difference that the water is too cold, the cycling mm. only going up, 
and even the marathon the big the the, the major part of the marathon is going up and only yeah. first 60 athletes <clears throat> arriving to the last 10k of the the marathon are allowed to continue oh okay so on that point <laughs> you said that you you usually finish around 10 to 12 uh, 10 to 11 hours your marathons how do you plan on like your ironman sorry uh how do you plan on like breaking that uh, that record how do you plan on pushing yourself to becoming to reach a new limit it's uh, it's about uh, it's about training it's uh, I'm, okay. I'm just training more uh, training is not easy it's very difficult especially at uh, for, for for someone like me uh, because i started uh, the, the the proper athleticism uh, in my life when i was 34 years old so uh, my body is was, was not used to this you see you still have a chance i don't know how <laughs> But if I started at 34, anyone can do what what I did. So yeah. uh, the problem is that our body is not uh, is not used to this to this amount of, of of torture, I would say. And the problem is that you cannot push too much because you risk injuries. So you have yeah. to go you have to go very slowly. And and I I accept this. But so mm-hmm. I'm not uh, I'm not training to be the champion of the world because. Mm-hmm. Not, not anymore in this life. Maybe in another life when I'm this, I'm back to this small village, and they, to, they, they, they tell me, look, you're, you are the doctor. I said, no, I'm the athlete. Maybe I would compete for uh, for the championship of the world. But now, it's it's behind me. I'm doing this. I'm not competing anyone. I'm just competing myself. I just want to be, to be, to be better. I'm just mm-hmm. fighting the aging uh, uh, philosophy. I, I, I always say. It's not like when you when you grows when you grow up you're you're getting uh, uh, you're getting slower and you're getting more tired. That's not true. For me, the, the human being body is like uh, like uh, um, a band. Uh, you can adapt it as you want. For me, as long as I'm training, I will improve. But there is a very thin uh, threshold where you can push without making an injury. So that's what okay. uh, what I'm doing now. And what's like um, a motivational quote or a sentence you would say to people who, you know, haven't started yet, or they say that they're too old to start? And uh, like, what would you tell them to get them to, you know, to start and to tell them basically it's never too late to try? It's never too late to try. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Motivation. Let's go. It's true. I mean, if, if this whole podcast is not motivating to you, I don't know what would actually extra motivate. I need to go running right now. It is never too late to try. Honestly, yeah. Dr. Zaki, we are out of time, but I really yes. appreciate it. This t- time flew. 15 minutes, 15 minutes, 15 minutes. Here we are. <laughs> All right. Thank you so much, Dr. Zaki, for coming on the show. Said, um, it's been awesome. I can't wait to follow your <laughs> race good luck the big with norseman yeah <laughs> thank you right. thank you so much. thank you for your time doctor signing out and peace oh.